Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. We're talking about the glory of Christmas. Here's just something to kind of get you going here. A question, a challenge for you really quick. Including ornaments, how many nativities decorate your home this year? So really quick, run around the house. Maybe if you got kids, you send them, do a quick count. I counted in church this evening. I did, probably didn't catch all of them, but I counted at least 17 nativities that decorate the church in the windowsills, some traditional ones on tables, on the mantle, and in other forms of artwork that decorate the church at Holy Savior. And then whether your you know, nativity looks something like one of these here, this one here, you know, maybe it's kind of more for kids, these kind of wooden figures, the star overhead, or something that's more cultural here from Mexico, or this one here is a one from Poland, or maybe you have one like this one here, or maybe you have a big outdoor one that, you know, decorates your home, or maybe you got that one that's kind of like the one that everyone else has from somewhere like Walmart, Target, or the dollar store, or Amazon, just something simple. But there's something that, that is consistent about all of these nativity scenes. As, as the nativity scenes really help us understand that the story of life and the one thing that is consistent is that at the center of each of these nativity scenes is the Christ child lying in a manger. The Christ child, that little baby Jesus lying in a manger is the center of this story. And it's the center of the story of life. But that's not how we often live our lives. We don't often live our lives like Jesus is the center of life, the life's story, the center of our life. We often live as if we are the center of the story of life. That everything revolves around us as the main character. Think about it. How often do we think about ourselves? How often do we put ourselves at the center stage? The glory of Christmas. The glory of Christmas gives us an, an annual opportunity to reframe how we see the center of this, this life story. It gives us an opportunity to reframe what and who is central to the story of life. We are not meant to be center stage. As we talk about this Christmas story, let's talk about the wise men. Tony, the wise men here in the skit guy's performance. But the real wise men, the magi or sages, however you may call them, you know, we don't know everything about them. We know that there's more than one because it's plural. We don't know that there were three. That's tradition. There might have been two. There might have been four. There might have been 50. What we do know is that these wise men stopped what they were doing in their everyday lives. They prioritized their time, their energy, their efforts to move to, to move from what they were concentrating on to what they were focusing on and to reorientate their lives in close proximity to Jesus. Their actions, their actions remind us that the glory of Christmas is about someone else. It wasn't about them and their journey and following the star. It's not about us. It's about him, him, the one who is at the center of every nativity scene. It's about him. 
the God of the universe who steps out of eternity into human flesh. Just like Tony had all these facts, here is the fact that we hold on to. The centerpiece of every nativity scene is the Christ child in the manger. The centerpiece to our lives is that Christ child. It is our Savior, Jesus. Yet we think we deserve to be served. We act and, and we behave at times. And we get frustrated when things don't go our way, when people don't revolve around us. We become impatient, even entitled. However, as followers of Jesus, during this time of the year, but not just this time, but especially this time, the glory of Christmas gives us an opportunity to reorientate our lives and our center. Let's take a look at the words that Paul writes here in Philippians 2 as he writes about Jesus and as Jesus steps into our world. Let's read together. Don't act out of selfish ambition or be conceited. Instead, humbly think of others as being better than yourselves. Don't be concerned only about your own interest, but also be concerned about the interest of others. Have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. So, so Paul, and, and talking here, you know, hey, have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. So as we understand Jesus, the God of the universe, steps into humanity, in human flesh, full God, steps in, become fully human at the same time. He humbles himself to be born of a virgin. He shows humility because he comes to serve, to serve you, to serve me, to serve the world by giving his life. Let's continue reading. Although he was in the form of God and equal with God, he did not take advantage of this equality. Instead, he emptied himself by taking on the form of a servant, by becoming like other humans, by having a human appearance. So here we have, again, the God of the universe, Jesus, the God of the universe, who you know, we serve, he comes to serve us. He comes and he shows humility. We get a glimpse of that too when Jesus is in the upper room with his disciples and he you know, takes off his outer garment and he kneels and begins washing their dirty, stinky, dusty feet. He shows us how to serve, ultimately by giving his life for us at the cross. And this is the attitude that Paul calls on us as followers of Jesus to live, not just during the holiday season, but every day. Let's continue as we read the rest of this text. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, death on a cross. This is why God has given him an exceptional honor, the name honored above all other names, so that at the name of Jesus, everyone in heaven, on earth, and in the world below will kneel and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Ultimately, God honors his Son. Because his son humbled himself to serve. It's in his service, in his humility, in his thinking of others, of all of creation, of you and me, above himself, above his own life, that he becomes the center of the story of life itself. In giving his life for us. And rising again that in life we have his life in us and for us. So as we wrap up this 
Advent season, as we begin to wrap up this year and we think about stepping into the new year, the, the challenge that we have for us is not to live this just for this season of the Advent Christmas season, but every day. And sometimes we're going to do a great job and sometimes we'll falter and fail and we'll lean on the forgiveness and grace of our God. But here's the challenge. How will you demonstrate the glory of Christmas by serving others? As we wrap up this season, as we're in an unusual time transitioning out of this year into the new year, how will you demonstrate the glory of Christmas by serving others? By having the same attitude of Christ Jesus, the one who is the center of the story of life, of our lives, and the lives of everyone in this world. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we give you thanks and praise. You are the center of the story of life. You are life itself. We thank you that you were willing to step out of your heavenly kingdom, to step into our world, to step into humanity, that you gave your life for us. We pray, Holy Spirit, that we have the same attitude that our Savior has, that we would serve as we have been served by the God of the universe. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.